Hello! And welcome to, to From, From the, the Lower, Lower Level, Level with Rivers and the Dude. Welcome everyone to another podcast. This is episode... 15. Oh, so it's our quinceanera episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I will cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. Oh, oh that was a that strong was, That was close. That was All strong. Right. Mm-hmm. The force is powerful with mm-hmm. me. It's um, not as cold as I'd like it to be. Yeah, what's up with that? It was in the fridge for hours. Yeah, clearly not long enough. Oh, that's All a bummer. Right. We'll make our way through it. Anyways. We'll make it work. <laughs> so it was another great week of Bravo. Yeah. Um, and just reality TV in general. Remember, we're not just a Bravo podcast. We do watch our other things outside of Bravo, even though that's our top. Yeah, we do get swept up in the Bravo sometimes, but mm-hmm. don't worry. There's always other stuff uh, on the on the horizon. Well, cause... I mean, TLC, Gift That Keeps On Giving, Lifetime, great. Lifetime's totally stepped up with mm-hmm. uh, with their maths and the maths Australia stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. Um, so this upcoming week is exciting. So we're kind of in this, like... In between, because we've got some new stuff coming, which is Real Housewives of New York, also known as Roni. So we're not going to be recording around like when that comes out. So may the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. May fourth. So we feel like it's time to do just like a little bit of like let's take you back. Let's talk about um, some of the encounters that we have had with either housewives or husbands of Real Housewives of New York. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know how like right before the the show starts, uh, the season starts, Bravo puts out the how they got here? Yeah, yeah. This is like our... This is our how how you got there. How we got here. On our quinceanera episode. (laughs) (laughs) So the, the funny thing is, um, for listeners of the pod, you know, we're from Jersey, uh, we're in the, the Northern Jersey, Jersey city area, uh, which is right. Well, you're going deep. You're giving a city now. Yeah. You know what? I'm giving the city. I'm proud of it. It's wow. Jersey city. That's All where right. we're at. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's, it's right across the river. The Hudson river is the only thing basically stopping Jersey city from running into New York city. Mm-hmm. Like it's this little, little stretch of water. Now, the funny thing is. People would assume, all right, you guys are big Bravo fans. You live in Jersey. You must have a bunch of encounters with the Jersey housewives. Yeah. Not so much. You know what? My only, I think it's my only encounter with a New Jersey housewife has been in Manhattan. (laughs) So I once had lunch with Teresa Giudice. Wait, you had lunch with Teresa Giudice? Okay, so she didn't know we had lunch together. (laughs) (laughs) We just so happened to be at the same place. We were dining at the same place at the, at the same, same time, time. <laughs> which was Dos Caminos in the Meatpacking District. Um, this was like, I don't know, maybe seven. Oh, gosh, this had to have been like eight years ago, maybe even more. Anyways, I'm guessing longer. Yeah, it was a, it was a while ago. So we did. We did. But so we were not in Jersey. We were in New York. Yeah. And uh, weren't the were the Wakilis with them? No, that was a different story. Oh. But that's, yeah, so that was a different story. Did we tell this on the pod before? No. We've, okay. never, we've never mentioned the Wachilis once. I really thought we, I thought we talked about this last episode. Uh, maybe we didn't. 
All right, stop us if you heard this one. <laughs> Pause it. Fast forward 30 seconds. 60 seconds if you've heard this one. Um, so uh, our friend Sloney and myself, uh, we were out with a client to dinner. And actually, we'd gone to dinner, and then I think we were just at drinks. And we were at Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in the city, which is right across from Radio City. Yeah, Radio City, not Rockefeller, but it's by Rockefeller Center. So we're there, and Kathy Wakili from Real Housewives of New Jersey is there with her husband. I want to say there was somebody else with them as well. I was out with clients, and my client start like was drunk and was starting to talk shit to like the Wikileaks. And it was like, oh my gosh, you're gonna get in a fight with the <laughs> Wikileaks. So what what prompted I don't the, even remember. Were oh, they being loud? Yes, was it I like was mean, he like these assholes over here it, can't it shut comes, up? It it's all coming back to me now. So I if I'm recalling the story correctly Sloney and I are like, oh my gosh, it's Real Housewives of New Jersey. Right, as you would. And so our client was like, who the fuck are these people? Why are they so famous? Who cares? What are they famous for? And that's what started it. So they were, you know, it was getting a little tense. Testy, a little testy. Yeah, and I was freaking out because I'm like, oh my gosh, my client is starting a fight with somebody. Like, never mind the fact that it's somebody from, like, Real Housewives. It's like my client is starting a fight. It could be with anyone How do at I, this yeah. point. You don't want the night to go left. Yeah, no, <laughs> this is not good. This is, like, I have to de-escalate this situation. And um, so eventually I think it was, like, a little bit of a, you know, distraction technique and, like, Let's back away from this situation and like oh there's oh look there's all this like <laughs> you know it was one of those so we got away from that but um we did get a photo op uh, not the client with um, the Wachilles but Sloney and I got a photo op with Kathy mm. and um, yeah so it was good it was a nice time but so back to Roni and yeah Roni and encounters so. Before the dude was really super invested in Bravo and like, so we're talking like 10 plus years ago. Yeah, this is, this is probably like maybe 10, 12 years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. He, but he, you know, he was, he was a voyeur. So he, here's how it would go. Uh, this is the parallel I would draw. Um, I always looked at it as like in our relationship, in our marriage, there was give and take. The give and take would be, for example, I'm a big Yankees fan. I love sports. I love baseball, number one. So sometimes I want to go to a game. I know that might not be the, the, the highest uh, form of entertainment for everyone sitting at a baseball game for three and a half hours. And um, Rivers always accommodates. She's always like, all right, you know, she likes going to the games in person. She even is cool with me watching some baseball games at home, which I know for those that aren't fans, it's got to be like watching paint dry. Like, I get that. (laughs) And the give and take is, then I would be cool with having Bravo shows on. So, like, sometimes there's some baseball on earlier in the evening, and then we transition to Bravo. And that was kind of the the mode we were in Mm -hmm. for the, the first few years of our marriage. So, in those years... Just the same way that she would be at the Yankee game or watching the Yankee game. And maybe like 
she'd know the score. Like, you, she'd know who's winning. Mm-hmm. But were you, like, invested in the game? Could you tell me who was pitching? Could you tell me who just hit that home run? Like, Probably not. Not really. But you were, like, you were there and you were being... Uh, and there was beer. Yeah. And just like when we'd watch Bravo, there'd be wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was always like, okay, like, you're, you're giving the effort. So that's how I looked at Bravo. I would give the effort. I'd watch. I'd kind of pay attention. I'd kind of be invested. But I would also... That was also when I just started teaching. And I would be doing a lot of grading at that time. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, kind of background noise. I'm kind of watching. And over the years, it just kind of drew me in more and more. And after a few seasons of The Real Housewives of all franchises, <laughs> before you know it, I was like... What do, we, what do we have to do to get Hook, to BravoCon? Line <laughs> and sinker. Yeah, so that, that's my story with Bravo. I started casually as like, yeah, I guess it's okay. We could have it on in the background. And then it was like, that show is pretty cool. And then it was like, why is this one always on? Or why is it, why is it, you know. What's and then, up with these bras? Yeah, little by little it drew me in. And now here we are on episode 15 of our reality TV, TV show, Bravo Heavy podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's this one time that the dude meets me in the city. When we say the city, we mean New York City. Uh, so I get out of work. I think we go to dinner or something. And we're walking. Um, and you're like, hey, there's that guy. That's the guy. I've seen him on TV. I know that guy from uh, from that Bravo show. Yeah. And it's none other than... Simon Van Campen. I am real. <laughs> He's so real. <laughs> um, and so Josh, or the dude, um, he he notices him, and he we stop him. I'm killer with faces. Like yeah. let's let's be real. Uh, I'm awful with names. Sometimes people take that personally, and I, I understand. I, I try to be better at it. I'm really bad with names, but I'm very good with faces. Faces in a crowd, faces uh, like moving through the airport. Like I spot them quick. Yeah. So the faces, strong suit, names, not so much. And that guy's face stood out. Mm-hmm. So we got a picture. I think I just got a picture. With yeah. Him and that was it. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't fanboying over Van Campen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so that was a, a little encounter. Uh, they've moved on to Australia. The ironic thing was I was the one who spotted him, which mm-hmm. you were like, how did you spot him? I know, it's <laughs> so weird. So weird. Uh, so that was one encounter. That's one. Then, this story, hopefully you guys are buckling up for this one. This one's really good. So, Leah McSweeney, who we all know was on Real Housewives of New York uh, last season... It was her debut. Strong debut. Uh, the best debut ever, in my opinion. Which also leads some to say that she's she's in for a bad edit season two, but we'll pick that up at another time. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. So, anyways, so I have been following Leah McSweeney and Married to the Mob and just who she is and what she does for several years. What was so, the podcast that well, you with? Yeah, so I was going to get into that. So I got introduced to Leah... So there is a radio station in New York called Hot 97, and one of the radio personalities on it is Laura Stiles. And Laura Stiles is just the coolest woman. 
Um, she's just very supportive of women altogether. And um, it just, she's just an all around like great human being. So anyways, love her. And one day she was on her radio show and she was talking, I think she mentioned her podcast and that it was called Improper Etiquette. So I decided to check out the podcast and I get introduced to Leah McSweeney who does co-host the podcast with her. So I started listening. I fall in love with this podcast. And then I, of course, fall in love with Leah as well because she's so raw and so herself and she doesn't hold back. And I appreciate that because she shares her, you know, struggles with mental health and, you know, a drug addiction and just, you know, being a, a mother, a single mother and, you know, raising her daughter, her troubles with her mother being and, an their, and being an entrepreneur. And I'm just like, wow, this woman really like, I, I feel like I can relate to her. Not in like, I'm not a single mother and I'm not, you know, but yeah. I can relate to the fact that, you know, there's other things that, you know, troubles that women just ha have in life. And, um, it's just nice to have a strong woman that you can, you know, kind of look up to and, and follow. So I started listening to her, think she's great. And, um, so I'm doing this for, gosh, I was listening to the podcast for maybe a year and a half. Yeah, it was a possibly. while. Yeah, yeah, it was a while. So, oh, and one of the things is, is Leah would talk about Real Housewives, like, on the podcast or like even in her um instagram stories which she is like specifically the roni like new york housewives yeah, or she, general uh, like she, all i'm housewives. pretty sure she had called out like uh, the one that she called out the most was um erica girardi oh i thought it was gonna be ramona oh no <laughs> no erica girardi from beverly hills um, because that was like her top dog right so now leah's become like my top dog and Erica was like hers. And she talks about on improper, I think it was on improper etiquette, the podcast that she met Erica at a book signing. She, her and her daughter had gone. And remember this is before she, Leah becomes a housewife, probably before she was even thought of for a housewife. And it was one of those scenarios where it's like, don't meet your heroes because you might get disappointed. So she was disappointed, like totally disappointed. So did uh, Erica like cold shoulder? Yeah, she kind of like, cold shouldered her. She wasn't, you know, wasn't as friendly. Even with the daughter there? Yeah. Oof. And her daughter was really like into Erica as well. So oh. it was just kind of a, a tainted experience for both of them. Um. So, so anyways, I, you know, so now you guys have the backstory. I'm totally into Leah before she's ever even thought of. Then there's this time where I'm watching Leah's Instagram stories and I see that she's like at this location and it looks like a dining room. And I notice the chairs in the dining room because I have been obsessed with these chairs ever since I first saw them. Where did you first see them? I first saw them on Real Housewives of New York. At Bluestone Manor, Ooh. Dorinda's home. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. I recognize those chairs. So I send a DM to Leah, which I had sent her DMs before, just like a couple casual things. And um, she, I say, 
I recognize those chairs. Please tell me you're a new housewife. And she just liked my comment, but didn't respond back to it, uh, which was very telling yeah. to me. Because if you're not, then you would respond back with something that said, like, I wish I was, but I'm not. I'm just here for blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you blow it like, off somehow, right? You just right? blow like... it off, yeah. She did not blow it off. And I was like, Leah is a housewife. Leah is a housewife. And then it was about a month later that we were at BravoCon and she's announced as the new housewife. Um so that was, so BravoCon was fall of 19. Yeah, it was in November. Yeah, November of 19. And that's not the only Leah McSweeney encounter. That is not the only <laughs> Leah McSweeney encounter. So going back to my listening of the podcast um, and how wonderful I think Laura Stiles is and Leah McSweeney. Um, they started supporting this organization, this nonprofit called I Support the Girls. So if you get an opportunity, check out I Support the Girls on Instagram uh, and, you know, do a little research, uh, contribute, support if you can. Uh, so what I Support the Girls does is they donate either brand new or gently used bras as well as, of course, brand new feminine products to women in shelters and, and in need. Because those are items that people don't think about donating. People think about just donating shirts and yeah. pants. Regular but they, clothes yeah. and things like that. Maybe maybe uh, healthcare stuff, like, you yeah. know what I mean? But not feminine products. Maybe like toothpaste, toothbrush, shampoo, mm-hmm. conditioner, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So this organization they partnered up with and did a night where they took donations and they found this really cool place. I don't remember what it was called, somewhere in Manhattan. And um, we, everyone went there and it the, the deal was you bring, you know, things to donate. So the dude and I um, brought pads and tampons like a case of them yeah and uh yeah cases so we're walking the streets of manhattan with cases of tampons and like pads. like costco sized mm-hmm. cases uh like a, a small pallet <laughs> yeah yeah so we get there we show up and um we see leah and leah like chats with us really quick and is like oh thank you guys so much for coming and you know, this was so great of you to, you know, both do this. So we, um, you know, enjoyed the rest of the night. We had cocktails. It was lovely. Um, but we get our pictures taken, of course. And so that like next day or a couple days later, I see on Leah's Instagram that the dude and I are on there. Booyah. So if anyone wanted to do some deep diving, um, we are on Leah McSweeney's Instagram. Uh, still to this day, you can find a picture of us. But you got to go deep in the archives, like back to 2017. And it was like October yeah. 2017. Yeah, something October like that. 2017. You can find us. We're on her Instagram. Over two full years before she was announced as a housewife. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So that's our, um, I don't know, what would you call that? Like our little, like, hey, we knew you before you were. A housewife story. Yeah, we we 
knew Leah and were fans of hers before it was cool to be a Leah McSweeney mm-hmm. fan. <laughs> yeah, and uh, still very much a Leah McSweeney fan. I just love a strong, independent woman who is all about like girl power and supporting other females and. Um, I'm just so happy that she's part of the cast. And I'm also glad that I think this was starting a trend of trying to skewer younger. Mm -hmm. Because, like, no offense to the older crowd, um, but the the older housewives, like, like for instance, Ramona, Sonia, Luann, they're they've been around a while. Mm -hmm. They didn't start as spring chickens, Um, and. Sometimes you need some like some fresh ideas, fresh yeah. perspectives. Like you need you need a different generation to be honest. Like totally. it's not just a couple years younger. This is a different generation. This is a different perspective of life and outlook outlook on life and the world and how it works. Yeah. Um look at look at the perspective of Leah versus like Sonia. Mhm. Like they couldn't it's be more different. Right? Yeah, it's night and day. Well, Leah's like about being a human and Ramona's fucking stuck in the cloud somewhere, you know, like she's not real and realistic. Now, here's, this might be a hot take. I know some people believe it. I've seen some people mention this online and I gotta admit, the more I think about it, I feel like Sonia gets a super big free pass because she's likable mm-hmm. in a way that Ramona isn't. Mm-hmm. Even though at times they pro- they provide the same perspective and values and ideals. Mm. But she's the more likable version of those. R- Ramona's a dirtbag. No, like, no, Ramona's Sonya's a like, dirtbag. That's what I'm saying. Sonia's not a dirtbag. That's why Sonia's likable because she's not a dirtbag. Ramona's not likable. But they they represent a lot of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. But Sonia does it with a fart joke, and she talks about a fat pussy, and people laugh, and they're like, okay. Wait, did she say fat pussy before? Yeah, she said she has the fattest pussy. I don't think... <laughs> I'm just really grossed out that you said that. That's what she said. Like, don't, don't come at me. I don't remember her saying that. Yeah. When did she say that? Oh, my God. I'll, after the... When we're done recording, I'll look it up for you. I'll get the clip. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um... But that's that's Sonia's like she's she's funny she's wild she's like oh she could go off the rails like that so like she gets a free pass, I feel like she has some of the same problematic tendencies well, she's as Ramona. Not, she's not outward with it then. Yeah, no, that's the thing. She's more aware. Mm-hmm. She knows what that looks like if you put that out like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's she's more crafting of her image. I think mm-hmm. where Ramona's like that's my image. So what? That's my image. Gotcha. You know? Okay, so she's more calculated. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's she's more skillful in that way, where Ramona's not skillful at all. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so, is that all of our Roni encounters? Well, there's, there's, another, there's another side story, and it's about chasing Luann de la Sef. Oh, shit. <laughs> or... Being chased by, by Luandelseps. Luan <laughs> that should be the name of the episode. <laughs> chased by Luandelseps. Yeah. We've been chased. So there, there's several occasions where, thanks to social media, um, we were able to 
identify being in or around the same place at the <laughs> same time as the Countess, yep. as Luann herself. Yep. Um, this happened in Sag Harbor in Long Island when we were out by the Hamptons. Um, we just missed each other at a couple locations and we would see where she posted and we were like, we were just, we just came from there yeah. and like that kind of thing. Um, the most unbelievable one a couple years ago, two years ago, it was Woodstock's 50th anniversary. We go to Woodstock to celebrate cause well, it's not Woodstock. Well, it's Bethel Woods, but we go to the Woodstock celebration. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, I'm just so this is a this is a common misconception. People think that so I'm just trying to clarify for the listeners that give a shit is that Woodstock, the festival, did not actually happen at in Woodstock, New York. Didn't happen there. Not in '69. Pe- not in '99. People don't think, or people think that it was in Woodstock, New York. It was not. It's in Bethel Woods. And so we went for the 50th anniversary of the Woodstock Festival at the original location. And oh, pop quiz. Yeah. Woodstock 99. Where did that go down? Uh, not there. Woodstock? No. Nope. Oh, shit. Uh, I can tell you because I was there. I know. The dude, <laughs> by the way, the dude was at the 99 Woodstock. Oh, was I? Yeah. Maybe that's for another <laughs> that's, podcast. That's a, that's a whole nother podcast. That's an entire podcast. <laughs> the stories. Yeah. Uh, but for the, for the record, Rome, New York. Oh, that's right. Rome, that's right. New York. Um, actually on a military base. So there's a lot of asphalt. Uh, aside from the wooded area. Uh-huh. So when you'd have to walk across the asphalt in the middle of the sun, uh, summer with the sun beating down, it would like, you'd have heat. In August? Yeah, you had heat coming from above and mm-hmm. heat coming from below. Like it was like a heat That sounds sandwich. like a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Just smoke some more weed and drink some more brew. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the Countess was there while we were there. We she, missed her. She took a photo in the exact same location that yeah. we took a photo. We had the same photo. It's, it's like we could have been next in line, mm-hmm. like right behind her. Yeah. Oh, also, we have not mentioned that one of our cats is named after the Countess. And she even approved. Yeah, she even Not approved. the cat, but the Countess. Yeah, so <laughs> our cat, um, our middle cat, our middle child, her... her legal name and when i say legal name i mean like her vet name that's what it says at the vet's <laughs> <Yeah>. office <laughs> <laughs> we never call her this but her her name is actually the countess luann um which then got shortened to like lou and lulu and then we haven't even called her those names for like a really long time now a decade she's, she now she's <laughs> little miss that's yeah. her name um but yeah she's named after the countess luann and you put that out there. I, put, I tweeted it like 10 years ago. And she responded and said, oh, Lulu, how cute. I love it. So, yeah. So one day we'll, we'll have that actual encounter with her. I don't know we'll where it's going to be. We'll have the conversation. I don't know and where. And I'll look like a psychopath and say, there was that time 10, 12 years ago. Do you remember ago. this tweet from 14 years ago about a cat being named after you? Yeah. <laughs> that was me. That was me. <laughs> you remembered. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's our, our last encounter, right? I think that's all the Roni encounters. I don't think we've, we've had any others. 
Yeah. So here's to hoping that we have more. Yeah. More encounters. Um, I would love to meet Dorinda and Sonia someday. Like that's a dream. Together. Ooh. Um, you... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because I, I feel like, yeah, I'd rather it be separate, to okay. be honest. Because I feel like together, like, if they're not in a good vibe with each mm-hmm. other, like, it could be an ugly thing. You know yeah. what I mean? And we did mention on the last episode about the Bethany encounter that we yeah, had. Yeah, we did talk about that. I remember that. Jason! 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 Yeah. yelling like a lunatic in the streets. Uh-huh. Yeah. <sighs> crazy (laughs) but i cannot wait for this season to come out i am so excited a little diversification yes right we got uh we got ebony coming um yeah because uh the cast didn't exactly reflect new york city no it did not the melting pot of old white ladies yeah no way they, they went out on a limb last year getting someone under the age of 50. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Thank you, Leah, for joining the cast. And now we're going to have a, a person of color, mm-hmm. which, uh, like you said, long overdue. Um, and from the preview, uh, she comes in totally ready to like go toe-to-toe with these ladies. Like She's not backing down. It looks Love like it. She's, she's in it. Love it. Um, I even heard this, uh, this came to surface, I guess, during the week. Um, what's a Heather, uh, Hala, Hala, Heather Thompson, Hala mama. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's Hala mama? No, you Hala mama. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I always forget her last name. Just got weirded out. Oh wait, that's another encounter. I forgot about that encounter. So, I mean, it's, it's like a, a small encounter, but, um, one day I was commuting home from the city back to Jersey and I walked by Heather's offices and I saw somebody standing outside with a sign that said H. Thompson and with a limo. And so I was like, oh, that's totally for Heather. And so I think I like tweeted her or like messaged her or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I think I'm like, you know, you're here or whatever. And she was like, yep, that's me. <laughs> um, so that was like a small little <laughs> I never actually like saw her, but like yeah. if I had like hung around like a creep, <laughs> I would have. Well, she shows back up like you saw in the preview. She mm-hmm. shows up this season on Roni. Um, she gets into it with Leah, and she claims to have been assaulted by the new girl. Hmm. That's the what the way I saw it. She said. Uh, well, I stopped filming because I was, uh, because of the way I was handled or assaulted or like, I think she used the term assaulted, um, by oh, the geez. new, by the new girl. And I was like, oh boy. And like, no one wanted you back anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I could, I could hear someone else talk about Puffy. I don't need you to talk about Puffy. Oh God. That was totally her like, I'm cool card. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like you, yeah. you call oh, it. Yeah, Anytime it was like. Uh, you, you guys don't think I'm cool? I'll tell you. I'll show you cool. Uh, you ever you ever hang out with Puff Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> you ever you ever hang out with uh, the 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 Diddy? <laughs> the Diddy. <laughs> I've I've hung out with Diddy. I've done the Diddy Bob. <laughs> yeah, so she could keep that. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I agree. Wow. So we have had more encounters than I thought we have. Yeah. Little 
cute, cute encounters. Cute encounters. Yeah, adorable. Okay, so, I mean, we could go on for days about that, but um, let's get into some reunion talk. Yeah, I mean, the biggest, for, for me anyway, the biggest news of this week was the Summer House reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, because one... Explosive. Yes, it was explosive. And I was just glad that they got a a, a, a full, like, real deal. That reunion. it wasn't a watch what happens yeah, live. Yeah, it wasn't a watch what happens live with seven guests. It, yeah. was, it was an actual multiple part, full set reunion. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Bravo. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. And if there was a year to have it, it was this year. This was the best year of Summer House. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's disputable. Um, they brought it this year. I don't know if it's because they had to stay in the house. We'll, we'll never know. Uh, well, I guess we won't, we'll know when they shoot again and they don't have to stay at the house, I guess. Yeah. So to compare. Um, but let's be real. This whole reunion is basically left side of Andy versus right side of Andy. Mm-hmm. And the left side being Paige, Hannah, Sierra. The right side being everyone else from the show. Yeah. And if you really want to boil it down, it wasn't Paige, Hannah, and Sierra versus everyone. It was Hannah versus everyone with Sierra and Paige having her back. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the the Hannah part is just uh, I I want to be careful how I say it because I don't want to be too strong with this, but it it seemed like everything revolved around her at the reunion. Mm-hmm. Like I agree. The this uh, we watched part one this week. That's what aired, and it was just every comment, everything based, everything came back to Hannah. All roads led to Hannah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. Hannah and Luke, it was Hannah and Dez, it was Hannah versus Kyle, it was Hannah, Hannah versus Amanda. Amanda, it was like, and the craziest part was like, she, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm going to rewatch it just, just to get a, another view on it, but mm-hmm. I feel like she took zero accountability. No, And she even she said, not. I remember her saying, well, I'm here to take accountability like, she talked about taking accountability, and that's what the reunion was going to yeah. be for. Do you think she got some pointers from Teddy Mellencamp before? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure, because I'm sure Teddy was desperate to get some work. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Yeah, I don't Burn. care. She's boring as fuck. You're weekend at Bernie's right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Teddy could kick rocks. She brought nothing to the show other than somebody to hang out with Kyle. Damn, Woo. don't hold back. Woo. All right, dude. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like everything that happened, Hannah deflected, denied. And at times I was seriously like, she knows, like, I think someone even said it during the reunion. I, it was probably Kyle because uh, it was his kind of brand of smart assness. But it was like. She knows that they recorded everything over the summer, right? <laughs> yeah. Like there were cameras. Like it's not <laughs> that just thing happened. It's not a your word versus his word. It's a we we watched it. We we the collective we mm-hmm. <laughs> we all watched this show. Why are you acting like none of this stuff happened? <laughs> yeah. It was it to be honest, I I almost felt like I was being gaslit 
<laughs> Whoa. I was like, are you saying like none of... She's like, I never said anything bad about Kyle and Amanda. Um, you could go online. Um, there are plenty of accounts that did the digging. Mm-hmm. Tons of audio clips because all she does is talk on podcasts. Shit. All she does is do podcasts. So there's the thing is, if if your life revolves around a podcast, ours don't. We have real jobs aside from this. This mm-hmm. is just what we do for fun, right? Yeah. We do it for the love of uh, being able to talk about the stuff we're interested in. For Hannah, this is her livelihood, right? Like a podcasting is like that's that's it. Like that's her career. So she does a lot of them. And she's always on. She's got a mic in front of her probably like six days a week. The problem with that is I think you lose track. Of what you say. Of what you're saying. Because if they catch you on this mood or that mood, they catch, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So you might feel in the moment at the reunion like, no, I think we're in a good place and this is cool. But um, if that podcast was recorded four months ago and you woke up and you didn't feel like you were in a good place Mm -hmm. and you let them have it for three hours on someone's podcast like that also gets recorded yeah and it doesn't Uh, disappear like awkward it doesn't just go away you know what i mean and i felt like a lot of her mess that she made she just expected to go away or people to forget about or like not bring up Mm -hmm. which was so important to have the reunion because like of all years I needed some accountability. I needed some like, well, where were you on this one? And she, in my opinion, like she just fell flat. Like she didn't bring anything. I agree. 100%. So yeah, she was like, I mean, I would say 85% of the reunion was Hannah. Yeah. And In fact, were there any, <laughs> I well, there was like this, no, did we even go into the Sierra and Luke at all? A little. A little. But like not but early. Much. But not much. You know what else? Someone lost a brother during recording. And I don't think that was even mentioned no. in the first reunion. I'm sure that they'll go into it with the second, though. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's it's that much. It, it occupied that much space, right? It took up that much air. It sucked up that much of the oxygen in the room. Mm-hmm. That something life-altering, like losing a sibling, yeah. didn't even get brought up the first hour of the reunion. It was the Hannah show. everything was Hannah. Now, this is what I, I've kind of gone back and forth. And, and we never talked about this off the pod. So this is one of those classic save it for the pod moments. Mm-hmm. Do you think they bring her back? And if so, or if not, why? Um... I do think that they'll bring her back because you need every story needs an antagonist. Like, you've got to have that. Uh, so I do think she'll come back. She'll also want the money, right? Like, who's going to turn that down? Well, I I don't I didn't doubt for a second that she'd want to come back. It's just whether or not she'll be invited. <laughs> the question was, will she be brought back? Yes, <laughs> because it makes for good TV, right? Well, that's true. This was the most intriguing and most talked about season of Summer House. But here's my issue, is if you start keeping people around just so there can be shit to be talked, when the show is at its root, a show that's supposed to be friends hanging out, and now you're like, oh, well, we know this person clearly isn't a friend. And we know this person clearly doesn't add anything positively 
to most of these people. Mm-hmm. But let's throw her in anyway. It's good for TV. But she's getting along with a few people. She's getting along with two people. She's getting along. Well, but didn't it seem like she and Luke had no. made up? No. 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 Okay. I didn't get that at all. All right. So Sierra and Paige. That's that. That's who she's got. All right. And I'll even say this. I wouldn't put it past Paige. I think Paige was going so hard for her because she was outnumbered. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think she wants to ride that hard for her. I agree with you on that. I think she's doing it because if she doesn't, one, it looks bad. Mm -hmm. If she just leaves her out to dry. It makes Paige look bad. And two, she knows this is an uphill battle. She knows it's like she's outnumbered. The majority of the house can't fucking stand her. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, for those that follow these folks on Instagram, when they were tagging the pictures for, to promote the reunion, uh-huh. they were leaving her out. Oh, really? Yeah, Luke didn't tag Hannah. He tagged everyone else. Thanks to everyone for being there. Great times. Everyone. Wow. Not Hannah. Not Hannah. Kyle, Amanda, same thing. Like, they, they're clearly not friends with her. And so when most of the house is not friends with a person. And the premise of the show is it's a friendly house uh-huh. of guy, like guys and girls that hang out and party all summer because they're, they're good buds. Doesn't it come across as like something different and almost like, like uh, forced? Yeah. If you bring this person that like five out of seven people don't like. And I agree. Like, but then people have to be able to have heart to hearts. Talk it out, make up, like that all has to happen. So I don't know. I feel like it's gonna. I agree with you though. I I, I think I think they're gonna bring her back for the fact that just because it makes people talk. Yeah. And we've discussed this in episodes prior. You do need that uh, antagonist. You do need a little bit of the villain. Now wait a minute. Do you think that there's a wedding special for Hannah? No. For Hannah? Do you think Kyle and Amanda get a wedding episode? Maybe. Maybe. Do you remember the wedding date? No. But I know it's happening in Jersey City. It is. And we think we know where it might be. We did a little digging. We got a lead. We got a hot lead. Well, I mean, the lead is my assumption. That's a hot lead to me. Why? why? Uh, thank you. Why, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best thing you ever called me. <laughs> Why are you selling yourself short? Dude? Yeah. Hot lead. Um, we think we know where it's going to be. They said it's in Jersey City. So, more to come on that. I want to say it's like June 15th. Um, we Maybe we could put a poll out on the Instagram and see what people feel. But, like, should we try to crash this wedding? That's what we're trying to do. We're, we're, we're in the works. We're, we're contemplating. We're plotting. We're, we're thoughting. thoughting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you've been married for 11 years. Is you finish each other's sentences. You say the same things. It's happened a couple times today alone. Just today alone. We also sniffle at the same time, which is very weird. Yeah, like our breathing patterns get synced up. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we <laughs> creeps each other out. So, yeah, we might we might crash this wedding. I mean, in a respectful way. Or at least stake it out. Yeah. 
we're going to get dressed up. Yeah. We're going to show up. Yep. Try and act like we belong there. Check. We'll, we'll bring a gift. Of course. And a nice one, too. And we won't even eat or drink. We just want to see. Look, it's you know it's going to be lover boy, wall to wall. Yeah, wall to wall, lover boy. Um, so I'm not saying I won't have some lover boy if we're at this wedding. Well, we love lover boy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if I could hold out not drinking some if there were cases yeah, of lover true. boy all over the place. That's true. Um, but I, I'm willing to do whatever we can to make this happen. We're gonna we're gonna need to record this. I've narrowed it down to three places. There's one that I'm like ninety percent certain it is. So we it's could a just newer go to, venue too, right? Yeah. So we could just show up at all three, dressed up, and we'll record it and we'll add it to our Instagram so people can see. Those <laughs> <laughs> are <we're> psychos. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun though. I'm looking forward to it. It's soon. It's around the corner. Yeah, isn't it in June? I I think it's June fifteenth. June fifteenth. Yeah. Yeah. I believe they said it like a couple of times. Well, they're on Instagram. We could look. We could look around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there'll there'll be some talk about it. <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> anything else from the the summer house reunion other than the Hannah d- just delusion? Yeah. Um, no, that was it. That took it. Really took up all the all the air in in the show. Yeah, it was a great reunion though. I loved it. It was very like um, Southern Charm reminiscent to me. Like the set or just the just vibe. Just the vibe, like went in like hard from the beginning. Well, it was it was a clear like us versus them mentality. Setup. Yeah, like, you could tell just the it was like on this side of Andy, we have people that think Hannah is acceptable. <laughs> yeah, I'll say acceptable. I'm not gonna say great because I don't even think Paige thinks she's great anymore. I think yeah. she's acceptable. Oh, wait, hold on. I thought that Hannah was going to be right next to Andy. Oh, no, they, they put new girl Sierra next yeah, to Andy. Yeah, which I was shocked by. Which also, I saw a little uh, snippet of the Dallas reunion. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Moon's next to Andy, too. Oh. You know the only other new girl to get the next to Andy seat in reunion history? Who? Wait, uh, let me think about this. Leah? No. Um, I'll give you a clue. An all-star. An all-star. Who came out firing year one. Melissa Gorga? No. That's not a bad guess, but no. Uh, I don't know. So she's not OG. She was added into her show at a later date. Erica Jane? She's not at all-stars. Oh, no, she's not at all-stars. Uh, shit. Cynthia Bailey? She's an OG. No, she's not. She wasn't in season one? No. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, close. Kenya Moore. Oh. Kenya Moore twirled her way to the seat right next to Andy, her first reunion. Wow. Um, since we're talking about the OGs and what's going on, uh. can we please talk about what we found or saw today? Yeah, like, it's not hard to find, because uh, it's funny, we're, we're recording this on a Saturday, as per usual. Yeah. And we were at our friend Sloney's last night, we stayed over, so we were kind of disconnected from social media for about a day. Yeah. So we're on the drive home 
from Long Island yeah. to Yeah, getting Jersey. ready to go through the Queens Midtown Tunnel, I think. <laughs> yeah. And... Sloaney calls. <laughs> Sloaney calls and is like, guys, you guys have to get on Instagram. She even gives us a specific account to look up. But once we go on Instagram, every single account posted the same video clip. It was a TikTok from Housewives All-Stars. In Turks and Caicos. In Turks and Caicos. And you had stiff-armed Ramona <laughs> doing some version of like... It wasn't the robot, but it was, she was trying to be fluid, but you could tell... She was not fluid. N- rhythmically challenged. She was like a corpse. Stiff as a log. Yeah, it was more reminiscent of a thriller video <laughs> than, like, anything else. And the sad thing is, like, everyone else was, like... Moving. Smooth and fluid and, like, just rolling with it. And Not Ramona Singer. You know those uh, you know those TikToks where like the music gets all weird. And it's like they they show you doing something smooth, and then they show someone else doing it, and it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I wanted to hear in the background because once I saw Ramona pop in, I was like, this is terrible. Oh well, for anyone who thought her dance to. Uh, Call me Senorita uh. was sexy. This was the antithesis of that. <laughs> oh. um, by the way, you need to get your eyes checked if you thought that was sexy. But um, it, it haunts me. Yeah. It's haunted me since last summer. And it's summer. totally sunk that song. Yeah. You can't, oh, hear, you can't that. hear that song or not think no. of her. Sonia no. Rita dancing to that. Sonia Or not Sonia Rita. Ramona Rita. Yeah. Barf. Yeah. Ugh. It was disgusting. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, like, I want to know what Avery, her daughter thinks because this video is everywhere and there's no way that she's like been able to avoid this on social media. No, today. she's seen it. She's seen yeah. her mom dancing on the beach. Yeah. Oh, it's like that one time that I saw my grandma dancing to, um, to, I want your sex by a pool with a Whoa. bunch of, yeah. Whoa. Excuse me. Stop the process. Yeah. yeah. I was probably, I don't know, six years old, seven years old, and we're at like this barbecue pool day. I don't even know where we're at, what we're doing, but I do know that at this party, they had apple juice in like boxed containers. It was also next to the boxed wine. So I was so you had like kitty juice box <coughs> yes. and adult juice box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I certainly was drinking wine at probably like six years old, maybe. Oh, wow. But I then saw my grandma dancing with an, a group of ladies next to the pool to George Michael's I Want Your Sex. And I've been scarred for life ever since then. But it's still a song that you've thumbsed up on Spotify. <laughs> Of course, because I love George Michael. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah, I can't get it out of my mind. <laughs> Gotta admit, I'm surprised it's still thumbs up. I might, I, I might have, I might have, I, I don't know if I'd go thumbs down. I might have just <laughs> left it neutral. <laughs> might have just kept it in neutral. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with this story anymore. <laughs> I, 
one. Well, no, you, I think you were talking about you being embarrassed by your grandma, <laughs> the way you believe Avery is embarrassed, embarrassed by, by her by mother. <laughs> by the way, um, I would just like to say that I was not embarrassed because my grandmother cannot dance. I was just embarrassed that my grandmother was dancing to that song. The content. Yes, right? it was the content. <laughs> it wasn't the moves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Avery is horrified by the moves. <laughs> well, that does lead us to uh, kind of segue into next week's episode. Because I feel like we're, we're about the end point. Like that, mm-hmm. was, that was the big news we wanted to talk about. The Summer House reunion and kind of the primer for Roni, right? Prepping yeah. it up for, for our... Uh, Roni recast, revisit uh, May 4th. But, little twist for those listening next week, you're gonna have a little different take from uh, Rivers and the Dude because we're gonna be, for the first time, oh, yes. recording the show on the road. Mm-hmm. Not only are we gonna be on the road, we're going to be in a housewife's destination. Yes, Salt Lake City, Utah. Yes, we will be in Salt Lake City. We will visit the Beauty Lab. Um, We're going to be hunting housewives. What's the name of the restaurant? Oh, we are going to uh, Cucina Toscana. Cucina Toscana. Um, If Orders by Bravo is out there listening, I don't know if you know that account. No, I don't. So this is a fucking awesome account. (laughs) The account's called Orders by Bravo. And basically, they just post um, meals and things that have been ordered... On the Real Housewives. Oh, really? <laughs> so, like, when they go to, like, you know, name of, like, it doesn't even have to be a regular restaurant. It could be just someplace they went on vacation. Yeah. They'll post, show what it was, and then they'll focus on the, the dish, like, let you know what they ordered at that time. Oh. So, um, orders by Bravo. If there's anything you remember from, because they're, like, the, the encyclopedia of food that's been on um, Real Housewives. Okay. So if there's anything that you think we need to order specifically from this place, if it's been ordered multiple times by the housewives uh, in Salt Lake City, let us know because I'm, I'm open to trying something out just because, um, you know, uh, Heather. Heather ordered it or Lisa or, you know, or something Whitney like that. or, you know, not just Jen not Shaw. Jen, just not Jen. Not, yeah, not Jen Shaw. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even recognize her now anyway. Yeah, because she's in the witness protection program. That blonde-ass hair. Yeah. So fugazi. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Um, so yeah, we will be recording from the road, and we will be hunting housewives. Hopefully, we'll have some good information to share with you. Maybe we won't put the good vibes into the universe so that we do run into a housewife while we're out there. Yeah. So let's um, let's get it. Let's... Uh, let's, let's make that happen. Yes. So, um, that is all for this week. Uh, we want to thank you again for joining us on this journey yep. for our quinceanera episode. Woo! Always a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> um, until next week, signing off from, from the, the lower, lower level. level.